Hello, and welcome to Leveling Up With Love. I am your host and mindset coach, Mary Howard. Here, we will cultivate the skills of thought management, mindfulness, and other actionable life strategies to explore and expand the most incredible relationship you will ever have with the most important person that you will ever meet. And that person is you. Welcome and welcome back. Today's episode is going to address this myth and misconception about the arena of coaching and even sometimes personal development that the goal of being coached or of this personal growth strategy is to be happy all of the time. And that is just not true. I hear this often lately, like, oh, about like toxic positivity or all this other nonsense. And I think sometimes we have to be really mindful of things that catch on from an Instagram post, right? (laughs) You know, folks saying life will be perfect all the time or that that's the goal. And it's just not true. And it also makes sense why people with this concern would shy away from coaching because, or any real growth, I would say, because it seems unrealistic and so unattainable. And so often we just get overwhelmed and just feel like, why bother? And then we just continue to accept a reality that keeps us stagnant, right? But this is not true at all. In fact, what brought me to the land of coaching was experiencing just so much adversity in my own life and recognizing like there has to be a better way. Hearing this voice inside me like, Mary, we can do better. I wasn't even looking for happiness. I was just looking for life to not be so damn hard all the time. I knew there had to be a different approach, a different way. And I was just like, how can I be so freaking smart, right? And sucking at life so much. Like I just felt like I had constant anxiety all the time and everything was so hard. I read all the books and did all the things, therapy groups, my Weight Watchers years, all those groups and everything that I did and all these supposed solutions, I was still so disappointed often with my daily affairs. I love Louise. She says our daily affairs. And I'm so thankful that I leaned into that intuition that there had to be a different approach. First, I'm thankful that my sister recommended a life coach. I really never knew they even existed. And I'm also glad that I took the leap. Because it does take courage and bravery and strength and hope to embark on a journey of personal improvement, to even reach out to a coach or to begin that journey. It does. It takes some emotions that sometimes aren't that comfortable. And I took the leap simply thinking, what if life doesn't have to be so hard? What if this could be enjoyable and sustainable and just maybe a little simpler, not even easy, just maybe 
slightly more simple. I remember thinking back to this as one of the most challenging times of my life. And I felt so much pressure. Everything was hard. Every day was a struggle. I would wake up just like so tired and exhausted all the time. And in reflection, I'm able to acknowledge that so much of that pressure that I was feeling or excuse me, so much of the exhaustion was stemming from the pressure that I was feeling to please and appease all of these external sources and expectations around me set by, you know, generational patterns, results of generational traumas and my own trauma and the need to people please and no, having no boundaries and all of these expectations given to us by society. Like you have to be married and have babies and I have to make all this money and my bank account has to be as such. And not wearing a Gucci belt says something about me as a human, right? And so we have all of these expectations placed on us or all these hmm, external validation sources that after intense transformation and ongoing shifts and making progress, aligning to my values, right? Seeing, getting to the root of what was really important or what is really important to me in my life, loving the life that I live on my own terms. And even on days when it doesn't feel that great, I can still get to a space of neutral, like, okay, this is my life and I love it. And I can feel any feeling, right? Any emotion. That's really what it is. Even on days I may not want to get to neutral. You may not always want to be in neutral. There are some days when you just want to be grumpy, and that is okay. I still experience feelings of depression, frustration, aggravation, disappointment, sadness, all of them. You want to know why? Because I'm human and you're human. And this is so okay. We are allowed to feel. In fact, we are intended to feel all the emotions. There is no right or wrong, good or bad. We've been taught these Hmm, ways of just dividing up how we feel or what's acceptable or what isn't. And what if there is no good or bad? What if there is no right or wrong? What if there is simply just the next step, the next feeling, the next experience? The major shift I feel in myself and in my life that has given me so much freedom is knowing this. Knowing we can experience all of the emotions, we're still safe, right? We're still filled with so much goodness and we can still feel all the feels and make progress in life and continue to reveal more and more of our purpose by moving forward. See, when we ignore certain feelings or when we shove them down, they turn to anxiety, right? We're supposed to feel. And what's so been so valuable for me and, of course, working with clients is to see 
how much quicker we can just notice this. Right? I rarely experience anxiety anymore because I've learned that instead of running from other emotions that we may have categorized as bad or negative or uncomfortable, now I embrace them, I explore them, I allow them to kind of like flow through me. It's almost like a wave. And I question, what are they trying to share with me? What is the message I need to receive? What do I need to learn? What do I need to feel? Right? The redirect, it's a skill. And it requires intention and purpose. It's so quick for me now that sometimes I don't even realize it. And I'm so thankful for that. It becomes increasingly quicker to pivot with practice. That is one of the most powerful effects that I've received from coaching and something that I really work diligently with to share with clients so that they can begin to explore and experience all the feels, like literally all of them without hesitation, without fear, knowing that we can feel all the feels. In fact, we must This is how we heal. This is how we move forward. Peter Levine is a therapist. I think it's Levine. It might be Levine. I'm not sure. He's a therapist who wrote a book called Waking the Tiger, Healing Trauma. Intense, intense book. It's one of the most powerful books I've ever read. And he shares that trauma is not, in fact, what happens to us per se, but rather what we store in the absence of an empathetic ear. And When I heard the book summarized like that, I was like, wow, I have got to read this book, right? And it's so powerful and it's so true. He talks about a lot about the somatic approach and connecting to the body, somatics, like the mind-body connection, healing through feeling what is in our body. It's such a great read, so powerful. I basically cried through the whole book (laughs) and it encouraged me to continue working in coaching and also to reach out to a therapist, right? Because I'm, oh, I know I'm always healing and I always will be. And it also was just such a powerful book in observing and exploring my own past experiences and traumas and noticing them in my body and how they feel and becoming more and more comfortable with feeling them. Even crying, like now... When I feel like I need to cry, more often than not, I do. And that's progress for me coming from an experience in life where I was often really felt like I just needed to shove down feelings, especially crying. And I'm kind of a crier, to be honest. Like I am moved to cry often. And I know it makes people uncomfortable or it has in my past, in my life. And so I often try to just like shove it down. And more and more, I recognize like this is just part of me. It's how I release. And it's, it is very releasing. Like Dr. Leaf has an awesome podcast episode on crying and how you know, it's just simply releasing a chemical. And I've heard people say, when you cry, you're ready to heal. And it's so beautiful, right? And there have been times now when I cry and instead of like following that up with feeling shame or guilt or bad about who I am as a human, I just kind of give myself a hug. Like, 
Good stuff, Mayor. Good way. Good, good touching in, right? And coaching is so healing because even though coaching is very different than, than therapy in the sense that we don't necessarily spend a ton of time in past working through the past and all of the traumas and things. That's more of a therapy arena, the therapy arena. But in coaching, it does come up because it also connects. And we notice how those experiences in our life impact us now and how we can shift our perspective, how we can create new thoughts and new awareness to move forward how we'd like. It's Coaching is healing with more of an action-oriented outcome. So it's recognizing it, being with it still, and then moving forward. Learning to manage your mind. Learning to manage our mind is like the single most valuable tool we could ever ask for. Everything begins there. I've learned to catch it and redirect it so much better now, and it's a process and a skill, like I mentioned. It's just something the more you do, the more you notice, the more you do more of it, looking for solutions, knowing we have choice, right? Thinking what would be helpful for me now, right? What if I don't know? What might I be able to know? What might you be able to know? What would be helpful for you now? Right. And on days when I just feel like feeling like waves of depression, experiencing depression. Okay. What, what is that feeling informing me of? What do I need? Right. Do I need to move? Do I need the sun? Do I need to eat better? Is my nutrition in order? Um, Do I need to speak to a friend? Do I need to reach out to a loved one? how can I just sit with this? Maybe I need a meditation. Maybe I just need to be with this feeling. Maybe I need to journal. How can I sit with this instead of circling in confusion or distracting, right? What am I choosing right now? We're always choosing. The coach will help you create awareness around your current patterns and also your choices. A good coach will never tell you that you always have to move into a positive, right? What's categorized as positive. It is creating awareness, knowing that in every single moment we have choice. And oftentimes our brain just serves up the same old thing that we've always thought, right? We get in these patterns and we're always thinking the same things. And so it's hard to see it from a different angle. That's the beauty of having that coach because it's objective, We always have choice. We're not always aware. And oftentimes people say, well, I just call my friend or a loved one. And yes, we want to talk to our friends and our loved ones, right? Talk therapy is so real. Like sometimes you just need to vent. And our friends, our loved ones have our best interests at heart. They're always on our side. They're always going to support us. They're always going to want us to move in the right direction for what they see as beneficial for us. But sometimes we just need to see what is beneficial for us first before we can take in all the opinions of others. That's what I've found to be the beauty in coaching. It's just objective, right? It's just showing you what your brain is offering you. What have, what are you creating for yourself and what other options do you have? Choice knowing that in every single moment we have choice, choice to take radical responsibility and ownership 
and love for our life and our choices. First, we create awareness. We process that. And then we move to our options. So, what is so valuable in the coaching area is we share, we allow for whatever needs to be felt to be felt. Then we move forward, redirection, helpful strategies, but from a space of awareness, not force, and not ever moving just to one area of emotion or one set of feelings that are acceptable. Right? We look at all of the feels, all of the emotions, all of the thoughts. We see what is working to our favor and what needs a little bit of an update. The beauty of this exploration is it guides you to what you already know. When we learn to observe our mind, it's not that we're better or smarter than any um, one else, obviously, or given any different resources, simply that we begin to challenge what always was. So now we gain insight, awareness, and we use that to redirect to what is in service of us now. How do we want to feel? How do we want to show up for life? That's the power of coaching. Because in coaching, we see where we have choice when otherwise we may not have. We see that our brain is just serving up the same old meatloaf for dinner. (laughs) Meatloaf. Do people still eat meatloaf, I wonder? The same old nonsense sometimes. Sometimes. right? And sometimes it's good. Sometimes what we're being offered is helpful for us but not always. Oftentimes we just get into these routines because they're comfortable. They're safe. Again, the brain loves, the mind loves clarity, safety, wants to know it's secure. Right? So all we know, coaching enlightens you to other options that are in service of us now. It changes everything because you learn to observe your default mode and see that everything in any given moment has another option. The thoughts you think, the language you use, your approach to everything. It's so powerful. You begin to notice that you can feel all of the feels truly and use this as a guide to your own innate and miraculous inner voice. And then allowing this voice to really guide you right back out. It's like we go in and we come back out. We create awareness so we can notice and we can shift. Where we go wrong is when we resist, right? They say what, what, what we resist persists. And this is so true. Again, I'm telling you, when I moved to, when I began working with my life coach, it was like I would have these conversations with him and just leave. My mind would be blown because I would be thinking one thing on repeat and just circling and circling and circling and not seeing any way out, right? But then when you speak to someone that has a different view, not even that they're giving you their own personal view or opinion, but just whatever, like a different perspective, right? Or an option, helping you explore what your other options may be that work for you, 
right? This isn't like a teaching thing. It's not an instruction. It's not consulting. Like this is how you do it. You're doing it wrong. This is how you do it. No, it's not. That's not it. It's not telling you you're wrong. It's telling you this is what you are currently being offered in your mind based on all of your unique experiences, based on your life, based on your current thoughts. And here's a little different perspective or what might be another option, right? When we resist feelings, they just build and build and they fester. It's like grows and just gets harder and harder. And then you continue thinking it's like this spin cycle, right? And we just want to just want to like step outside the spin cycle for a moment and see what might work better for us. This may not be true in all areas of life, but we all have certain areas where we just really need to begin to make shifts. And maybe all areas. At the point in my life when I reached out for life coaching, it was just about in every area. Because often how we do one thing is how we do many. So just thinking about, you know, what is, whether you choose coaching or not, in your own thoughts and in your mind and in your experiences day to day, are you avoiding certain feelings because you've been told or you are believe in belief that they are not supposed to be felt, right? Good versus bad. pain versus pleasure. Like this is your opportunity to lean in, to choose to begin to notice when you're feeling certain things and know that it is okay. And leaning into the feeling, trying to understand where it's coming from and why. It's so important for us. We're not intended to be happy all the time. We didn't evolve in such a way. We really evolved for safety and survival. But now we're safe, right? We are, in fact, safe. And how will you begin to use the knowledge that your mind is bringing to your awareness in your mind and in your body? Lean into that to create your most incredible life. We are here to thrive, y'all. We've got survival down. We're good. Now we want to thrive. We get to choose. We get to choose that we are, in fact, safe and move from this scarcity mindset of fear, hoarding, scarcity, not having enough, not being enough, to abundance, to knowing that we're safe that we're capable, that we are worthy as human beings, right? We have to start there, knowing that just by being here, we are in fact worthy. And that all of the accomplishments and all the things that we do and all of these goals and scripts that we have written for us that we're supposed to meet and all these expectations they're up to you. It's up to you. What is important for you? And as you move towards what's important for you, and as you reveal more and more of what you are capable of, this is revealing your purpose. 
That's it. It's not outside of you. It's within you. I think of it like the blooming onion, right? I think I was in Outback one time and I'm not really a big chain person, but I definitely remember probably maybe over 20 years ago, I was in an Outback restaurant and I remember this bloom, massive blooming onion. And like, you you know, you order it, it's like this deep fried onion. Oh my goodness. However, think about the onion. Like every time you peel back the layer, right, you're getting closer and closer to the core. That's how I think about us and revealing our purpose. Like every experience we have, every new learning, every new experience, every new relationship, like what it teaches us, how we continue to grow and evolve and contribute. It's just peeling back the onion and we're getting closer and closer, journeying home to the self, to ourselves to what we do, in fact, already know, but we've been so pulled from for so many years and so many ways. And the more that we lean into our own innate wisdom, the beauty, the miracle that is you, the more that you listen to that voice, that intuition, Just get closer and closer to revealing more and more of your purpose. But if we're always shoving it down, if we're always saying this is bad and that's wrong and this is good and that's bad and you should feel this and you can't feel that and no, don't do that, go do this, you can't feel sad, let's go shopping, you're not allowed to feel angry, let's eat. You see how this goes and then we keep distracting And then we can keep reinforcing this story of like guilt and shame and not enoughness. But no, we peel. We're peeling back the layers. We're peeling back the layers. Why are we feeling that way? Why do we choose this? Why are we reinforcing this old story? You get to choose. We get to thrive. You are safe. How can you create that safety within yourself? What would you need to feel? What would you need to know? What would you need to believe to know that you are in fact safe? That you can in fact thrive? That the ocean of life is just so lavish with its abundance And we are here intended to experience all of the things. Love you all so much. Have a great week. Thank you for sharing this time together. Let's apply these concepts to your life specifically with personalized one-to-one mindset coaching. Connect with me at mary-howard.com, mary-howard.com. Schedule a consultation call where we will discuss what is important for you right now and decide the best way to get results you love.